So Murphy is showing up in full force this morning, having a lot yes. of fun with us. Like to welcome you all to the Vet SOS podcast, brought to you by the Who You Know Network. Remember, don't drown the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS Lifeline. As always, I'm here with my partner Mark. We're getting ready for hopefully a great show. We've definitely been having some <laughs> communication issues this morning, so we'll see who all we can actually get on today. Um, we'll be starting the day off with Matt. We're supposed to have Bruce Thompson coming in, Charlie Hall, Kimberly Hessler, and Jennifer Burks as well. How are you doing today, Mark? Hey, doing good. Thanks, uh, everybody, for tuning in. Super excited to uh, drop some knowledge bombs on everybody. Um, shout out to all the audience, Seth Harrison, Mood Malik. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining. Um, we have got a stellar lineup today, and yes, thank you for bearing with us and waiting patiently as we went live. Um, we also uh, want to make sure that we talk about pairing because you can also share this knowledge, share this show with your audience and your network. So special thank you to everyone who's been pairing their channels. If you'd like to learn how to do that, how to live stream this show as an original piece of content to your channel, put hashtag pairing in the comments and we'll send you a DM and show you the instructions or get you the instructions uh, for the next episode. Absolutely. So let's jump right into it because I know we've already uh, run a little late on time. So we're going to start here today with Matt Wood. Appreciate you joining us today. Matt works uh, with HR directors, C-suite executives, hiring managers, and recruiters to help them understand the economic benefit of hiring from the veteran and military spouse communities and how to gain a competitive advantage in the marketplace from doing so. You can also do the same for your company. Uh, he started off out of the military with uh, Disney uh, and has since moved into starting his own consulting firm, Suiting Green Consulting, uh, to help uh, with that transition piece. Matt, how are you doing today? It's another beautiful day here in Central Florida. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, you were just actually on uh, our parent network show, the Who You Know show with Trevor Houston and I, and uh, just have a, you know, a really compelling message. You guys are doing some great work helping people in their transition and helping corporate America understand what it takes to get people transitioned and to hire some really valuable talent. So um, thank you for sharing with us there too. But we want to extend this conversation into the Vet SOS show because it is super impactful. Um one of the things that uh, we talked about on the show was, you know, what's going on with your initiatives um, as far as uh, your company. Um, but we also talked about your title, which is CHR, CHRO, perhaps, right? So can you tell us what that is? Sure. I'm the chief headache producer for Super Green, uh, along with being the founder. My waves one, it gets a conversation started because people I was like, what, what does that mean? You hand out Motrin, they can eat and drink water? No. no. What, what I do is I work with companies to help reduce hiring from the military community because there's so many different ways to go about doing it. Um, that military-friendly flag, but they don't have uh, a good intent on or, or they don't intent behind why they're doing that. And so that, that's where I come in and say, okay, well, let's look at what your metrics that you're using do you have you know what are your capability milestones when it comes to how effective your your initiative is and let's 
build on that so that you actually have that aren't just, hey, we're here we've and we're a block check for the company, but we feel appreciated, we're engaged, we're not underemployed, and we have potential in, in roles that would increase responsibility. And that, that is an awesome uh, mission. I, I'm really curious, what what made you do that? What made you get into doing that? What what gaps did you see that you really felt you had to uh, start uh, your Suiting Green Consulting? Well, so there is that huge, huge knowledge gap between the military community and corporate America. With the military community, a lot of times we have trouble explaining what it is that leave the military. Um, you know, so if, for example, as an infantry platoon, that means nothing to somebody on the outside other than, oh, yeah, you were in the infantry, so you can shoot things and or whatever. There's nobody out in this civilian world that is going to really need some skill set other than maybe a SWAT team or something. Um, but military it court civilian community looks at it they see that veteran title like oh these got you know violent ptsd uh they're gonna have medical issues from them so or they hire them with the intent of hey we're gonna hire these veterans to be uh, uh they've got leadership skills meanwhile they what they've hired is some before who has never really been in the leadership only did four years the role and that that person is not doing doing very well for the company and so the company's like well they succeed they're better and they're, they're leaders so bridging that knowledge gap and trying to show our transferable skills just because somebody was maybe a sniper that's not or they were a drill sergeant well that's not who they are for their entire they have all these other little skills that are hard to teach in, you know, in any walk, but they're even harder to find in, in the uh, the corporate world because they to develop that. I think you're. Uh, oh, yeah. Needed. Sorry. Well. <laughs> What you're saying resonates with me because, you know, I, I didn't retire from the military. I got out. I did my four years, right, um, active and inactive reserve. But, uh, you know, one of the things that I guess in, in, in the previous show, too, we had talked about this. Um, leadership skills, they can be taught, but I think there are some also natural leadership qualities that come out through through the training. Um so even those that, let's say, aren't retiring from the military, right? They haven't done 20-plus years. Maybe they've done 10. Maybe they've done eight or, or four, right? Right. Um, that's something that we didn't talk about in the last show. And, and I guess my question is, when those people are exiting, right, and they're going through TAP, they're going through some of these programs, some of the VSOs, uh, like yours, for example, that are out there, um, and they're engaging with these corporate entities, the corporate entities also need to understand that there are people at different levels in the military too, right? And it doesn't mean that they can't right. be leaders, but 
is that something that you're also engaged in as far as teaching and yeah. training the corporate entities on how to identify that and then leverage where someone is? Yeah, that's it is being their Rosetta Stone when it comes to how they're looking at the, the military community. You know, if you can look at somebody and say, all right, well, you know, like yourself, four years, you've had team building and team leadership experience, a ton of, you know, compared to somebody that maybe did 20 years, but there's still that ability project management works. You've been a part of that, so uh, understanding, and you've had to tra train the new, the new one, you know, the new kids coming work, you know, a radio or a fifty cal or, you know, piece of equipment may be. So you've done the tra training and development, and kind of helping those the all right, hey, veteran resume. Depending on the length. of service we know we experience that they may have with some of these softer skills the leadership the team building the program management stuff um but those are all skills that they come with coming they were trainable which is the other big thing is a lot of companies are like well be able to you know train them to do this and, and deal with this technology or whatever it may be come into the military knowing how to, you know, be an in-flight missile repairer. And, and, you know, we we spend a lot of time learning how to do that and learning how to fill up an organization. We go through an extensive on onboarding period, which depending on your brand from 10 to 20 weeks. Um, but that, that's that's basic training. That's boot camp. We're taking brand new people that know Know nothing about it and we're sending them through this extensive onboarding to learn our culture you know very basic things is is relates to their jobs showing companies that hey yeah that's what you're getting when you get these people they may not know how you're you know the the specific nuances of your company but you can train, train them to do that look at them as people with soft skills that you need you hire them based on their their character as opposed to just hiring hey this is what's on a, a one or two pieces of paper as a resume it's oh now we're looking and we can hire them and train them for the specific skills that we need that are you know line of business um because right i'm using disney as an example nobody knows how to be Mickey, but if you hire somebody you can train them to be mickey mouse if you need to and as you i've just ruined by saying that but that's you know that's really what it as a very basic yeah. that's that's a great point and i think with with the military especially seniors a lot of people believe that your rank automatically gets you something um oh. whereas in reality we have a wealth of experience so you know, retirees looking at 20, 20 plus years of experience in multiple fields, you know, because it's not just your job, but you also have your additional duties and all those good things that you got to do, not to mention the different units you were in. So I, I love what you're doing, though, taking that and, and showing that, hey, they have a certain set of skills. But they don't know everything, but they're trainable. You know, that's one thing you can say about the military. For the most part, most of us are pretty trainable. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Um, we're in breaking down the Hollywood stereotypes that, that people associate with is, okay, you know, you're going to bark orders at everybody. You're going to want, want to come in and take jobs. No, we don't need to barking orders. Something has gone really wrong in the military and training or boot camp. You're not seeing that. That's like the only where you're going to see that kind of environment where it's, you know, absolutely direct 100% of the time. Um, you get beyond that and, and explaining that it's a job essentially. Yes, you're going to be up a little bit before nine, like the old commercials. We do more before 9 a.m. But, you know, it's it, it does become a regular job. You're doing things that need to be on time or ahead of time and essentially staying within your, your it may not be a monetary budget but you're staying within the budget of the time the equipment um, that you need to have to accomplish your tasks yeah now you you were uh, you're in the army right you got out and uh, I know the backstory. You got into Disney, actually, almost like a dare, right? Uh, it was almost kind of like a challenge from your wife. So we're at Disney. Um, but let's talk about after that, right? Because now you're transitioning from the military to Disney. Um, and, and I don't know how often that happens, so maybe you can speak to that as well. But then transitioning from Disney to your next, right? I think it was, was an empower employee. What, what brought that on and what was that like? Um, so the, the transition was interesting. I mean, it, I, I left Terry career and you know, that support network that, 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 you know, and I went to work for a company where I didn't have any of that um i was in a, a which I, okay fine i i can work on my own but there was no camaraderie a there was a, a lot of times where, where i'm trying to understand how to do something to be more effective. i had somebody telling me well you know your your values and ethics situation are not going to work we have to adjust that um in such a way that to me there's no way i can do that I'm, I was not, I was adamant that I was, you know, these are 20 plus years, I'm not changing that just so I can sell more timeshare something. Um, but then leaving Disney, um, which, hey, we're doing a cut back, we're cutting 28,000 people. And, oh yeah, you're the most junior person on your team. So um, making that adjustment. Adjustment was okay. Fine, I got to do that. I was actually in a pretty solid place where making that transition wasn't a big deal. Um, so I looked at what are my options? What can I do? I applied for a number of jobs. I was doing it, and I just said, "Well, hey." I talked with my neighbor, who's retired. That there, hey, there's that knowledge gap, which led me to um, the suiting green. And so I was going through the process of doing that and had somebody reach out to me and offer me an opportunity to come work for them. And I said, okay, well, this 
this sounds decent. Your similar missions do that. Um, so took suit and green, put it on a shelf, and went to go work in this other. I developed a lot of stuff there. And then in October, got the message, hey, I'm taking the company in a different direction. Best of luck in the future. And it was like, whoa, okay. Um, no, no nothing, no exit interviews. And, and uh, I was like, okay, well, uh, it's time to pull suit and green back, back out of the closet and, and, uh, and, and get to work. Um, doing that, uh, Disney called me and said, hey, we want you to come back. I said, okay, okay. For, for a bit. I, I need to kind of get my feedback under myself. I uh, went back in November, uh, back to the same job I was doing, essentially, and realized that the growth potential wasn't there. I wasn't feeling challenged. Uh, I was, and just, I was like, I, I, I can't keep doing this. I was, I was trying to rebuild launched and I would just, I hit a point where I said, okay, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty easy to say goodbye to Disney. And, and that's, I gave him my notice. Uh, and then, so April this year is when I essentially relaunched student green and have been overdrive, getting that back up and going and, um, reaching out, making a lot more connections, a lot more. Uh, last year, when I was just really, really understanding what it was I wanted to do and, and trying to figure. Yeah. So as you're getting suiting green going, um, you're, you're making that <laughs> another transition at that point. Um, tell us, did you leverage any of the resources out there for veterans along the way? I mean, obviously, you probably had some transition. You went through tap through. Um, that that transition out of the army, but from then, did you or during that point, did you use any other resources? Are there any any other VSOs? Yeah, I did. Even uh, um, for, for Benning, uh, the TAP program was slack. Um, I was fortunate that at the time, my wife was working for an organization, um, which I think one of your future guests. Eric Brew had worked for for a while as well. I connected with them. There's one. They're the ones that really set me on the right path, getting my resume up, uh, my networking skills available up, and telling me, "Hey, you get you really have to do your." Um, I went through that. Uh, it made a huge difference for me as far as my transition out of the army and into you know whatever was next. Um, Along the way, I've run them uh, here in Florida. They have the Camaraderie Foundation. Uh, I went through their mentor leadership program. Program It really develops your networking skills, um, teaches you more stuff to help you better prepare and move through your transition. And then just re recently, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Dr. Mariah, uh, connected me or she we connected through uh the veteran entrepreneurship initiative here in florida uh, which is a great resource for anybody wanting to get into entrepreneurship and then uh so in, in taught a program where she, she is doing the the 
mental aspects of the transition. Um, and so I went through kind of her pilot program um, to understand what kind of help her flesh that out a little bit more. And it was a huge, huge resource for me because I, I, I had to go back through that mental Rolodex of, hey, these are things that I went through. And, and then, uh, you know, understanding the, the whole grieving and, and, you know, the comparisons to it being Stockholm Syndrome once you get out and, and you know, leave it however you want to look at that. Because that's, you know, really that's what it is. You're like, oh, well, you know, the military loves me, treat you like crap every now and then, but they love me. And, and finally you hit that point, like, I got to leave. And you're like, well, but they, they, they really loved me. They, they would take me back. No, no, they won't take me back. Yeah. And it's, you know, when you hit that point, you're like, holy crap, they won't take me back. I did so much for them. Yeah, they don't care. Um, and posted your job before you even left. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So we're we're coming we're we're coming down here to the end uh, a little bit here. Like you know, we started the day with a lot of comms issues, uh, but I think we're off and running now, which is great. So how can one people find uh, Suiting Green and also get involved with Suiting Green? Like, what kind of help are you looking for? or Could you use? Uh, so uh, obviously, I see you guys scrolling. The easiest way to reach out to me, um, but also uh, Suiting Green. Green.com is the um, you can reach out to me through there as well. Um, people I'm trying to reach out to are those HR directors within companies, companies that have a military initiative, friendly, and uh, and and let me talk to them and find out what that actually means. And mention is behind that and see if we can actually turn that from being military friendly into military ready or. Uh, effective in how they're doing what they're doing yeah that that's that's important i mean the the networking piece is super important right the referral piece i mean as you're working with companies and you're helping them engage some of the value that the veterans that are hiring right uh that you're providing should be able to be paid forward and so i think that if if you guys can uh, listener audience and viewer audience, make sure that you connect with Matt because um, he may be able to help you right, identify some target companies, companies that he's working with that are proactively looking at hiring and, and retaining veterans. So um, that's number one. And if that's the case, then you can also be a referral source too to the other places that you're applying to, you know, network with Matt, let him know. Because if you're running into some challenges at a company trying to get in and you think it's maybe related to your veteran status, obviously that's right up Matt's alley. So make sure that you connect with him. Yeah. Or if you're, got, if you're in a company that does employee resource group, you know, maybe they've got one in name only, kind of like <coughs> Disney. Um, you know, let me know. That's that's another thing that I, I work with and, and uh, I can help really build those. You know, you've got a solid employee resource group that's an advocate for you and that can, um, you know, really that, that military community, um, whether it's veterans or military spouses. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. I want to thank you so much for joining us this morning, Matt. Um, thanks for hanging in there and working through the issues we had and, uh, 
for, for the great information you're sharing with everybody. I think it's a great organization that uh, transitioning service members and veterans can definitely uh, get a lot out of. So hopefully you'll have some people reach out to you after this and, and uh, um, point them in the right direction, get them going to where they need to go. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it, guys. This is awesome. I, I always love being able to, to talk to other great folks. Yeah, All thanks right. for sharing, sharing the word and spreading the love. All right. Thank you again, Matt. And we'll be right back with our next guest.